ladies and gentlemen, welcome to today's episode of Midweek Mind Candy. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us. We hope that you can kick back, relax, put your feet up, open your mind, and explore how the word we're going to talk about today, how does it manifest in your life? How do you see it? What's your definition? How do you move it forward? My name is Stacey Johnston. Honored to be here with you. Equally as honored, as always, to sit alongside my co-host, Cassie Holland. Cassie, how are you today? I am good. I have all kinds of stuff going on, but I am good. It's a beautiful day, and birds are happy, and there's not a whole lot of wind, and everybody is happy and doing their thing, so I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. So, you know, you say, just like you said, you have so many things going on in your life. You homeschool three small children. You have this small animal farm going on. You, you've all had some pieces of recovery going on, and yet you take time out of your day to sit here and have these conversations about a word. Why? So, recently, I was in the hospital, right, and before when you would ask me this question, it was always because I enjoyed the people, right? And I do enjoy the people. I, I enjoy the I enjoy the uh, the all of the the tidbits of awesomeness that I get from them. But when I was in the hospital, one of the things that I realized is that I did not spend a whole lot of time taking care of myself. Right, I spend a majority of my time taking care of other people. Right, my kids, my animals or whatever it is and so for me this is a way to fill my cup I love that I love that I love that perspective that it's a chance to fill your cup I like that I'm glad that I'm glad that it's about that for you right and that that fits into your day like that I just think I see it as hope I see it as an opportunity to reopen those lines of communication where we can have healthy, safe, non-judgmental, non-threatening conversations with people and agree or disagree, and it's still okay. I think think that's what inspires me when we have these, because we can talk to people from all over the world, and not one time in a conversation that we've had like this have we ever had a conflict. We've had differences of opinion. We've had, had different perspectives on the meaning of a word, but it's never been conflicting. And I, I so appreciate that. I so appreciate that. It's like half the conversations we get in anymore. We're so careful about what we say because of creating that conflict over nothing. So I just, I think it's about hope for me. Let's get the show kicked off today. We have a lovely lady joining us from California. She was kind enough to be a guest on our Uncaped Heroes podcast and has opted to come back and join us for this. So ladies and gentlemen, may we bring it back in, Miss Carrie, come on, Carrie. How are you today? I am just great. Love that it's Friday and that there is a uh, beautiful weather outside. And my daughter was hand feeding a squirrel in our yard. So, you know, it's just, I, I'm enjoying this conversation already about nature and, and community because I'm here for it. I love it. So tell me, give us your insight. When we offered you the opportunity to come back and do this, second unscripted candid conversation podcast what intrigued you to do it 
<laughs> well, to be honest, our, our conversation, the, the first round, you know, we, we were bouncing off some, some really great ideas and different perspectives, as, as you mentioned, and it was a lot of food for thought. And I, I left the conversation very inspired and was excited to return and continue to get to know you both. Sweet. All right, well, let's get this conversation going. Today, we're going to talk about the word drive. So when you look at the word drive in your, in your world, in your life, in your instant definition, how do you define that word? Well, let's see. I have a couple of thoughts about that word, and it, ironically, it shows up in my book. Uh, I'm just finished writing origin story which which is about you know connecting to to the origins of who you really are and and using that story to to create forward action in your life and so when i think about drive i think about motivation and what what motors you what inspires you and I also think about getting behind the wheel of a car and just getting on the road. You know, there's a, there's a sense of freedom in that drive. Sometimes it can be medicine. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, I love it. Kathy, how about you? When you hear drive, what's your first thought? I think that some of my very best light bulb moments and cleansing moments have been on the road, right? Driving is a very cleansing thing for me, right? When I think of driving, I think of, you know, I always tell, especially women, right? Before you get married, before you have children, go on a road trip by yourself. If it's just one, right? If it's just a weekend, I guarantee you before I got married and had kids, I went a million miles by myself. All over the place. And I am so thankful that I did that, right? I took that time to drive, right, and experience and learn and fail forward and do all the things and that is what has given me the drive to do other things right it's given me the experience and the knowledge to be able to tell people take it take that drive by yourself that's the very first mm. thing that comes to mind <laughs> I like it I, I like the advice you know we I think sometimes the very best advice we give comes out of learned experience you know and it's not so much do it this way as it is this is what i've learned and this is what worked i love that kind of advice that kind of follow through hey take this try it it sometimes can be so life-changing thank you for that you know for me when i think about drive i think about lots of things like you i spend a lot of time on the highway driving back and forth between children and grandchildren and i do a lot of a lot of self-searching a lot of soul searching a lot of praying a lot of things when I'm driving, right? It's very therapeutic for me. But my challenge in all this, as we've talked about over time, is to take this word and turn it inside and, and question and ask myself, what drives me? 
what do I put into the world that's dry for someone else? Uh, do I, do, what do I bring to the table that's a driving force for, for inspiration, that's a driving force for hope, that's a driving force for truth or for trust? Do I bring that to the table? Because I know there's been so many times in my life when I've been in a situation that I need somebody to bring that to the table for me. Give me a reason. Give me a drive. Relight my fire. And so am I being that for the people around me? And I'm being that for me. And what drives me and is what drives me real or is it opinion? And so I think I really try to turn it and challenge myself to find out what is my own driving force and am I connected to that? Carrie, how about you? Where does that take you? It, I have a thought um, when I was listening to, to both of your perspectives about the contradiction of sitting still while moving forward. Right, mm. like, So you're sitting in a car and you're contained and you're actually sitting still. There's a tranquility to it unless you're, you know, rocking out to your favorite song. Um, but, you know, in most cases there's, there's this calmness about it and in, inactivity of the body and yet there's still forward motion. And so I think it gives a lot of space. You know, I, I believe in pause and contemplation and, and giving yourself space for that. And I think in those spaces, you know, when you change your scenery, literally or figuratively, when you, when you have moments of um, what George Carlin uh, coined as vujade, the opposite of deja vu, you know, when you've, when you've driven that road a hundred times, but the hundred and first time you see a new sign or you see a new house or you see a new plant, Right, that moment of seeing something as if for the first time. And I think that when we give ourselves those opportunities, then we can find that connection because we're so busy all the time. I also have three kids, <laughs> so I totally can empathize with that go, go, go mentality and not everyone else's needs taking priority. And then you have that moment especially if you're by yourself, especially if you can untangle from those responsibilities for a moment. And yeah, these, these ideas, these emotions, this clarity of thought, I think can really be provoked in those situations. And you can find that, that motivation as drive. Oh, I agree. I agree. I really like that. I really like what you said about deja vu being the opposite of deja vu. Right? How many times have you watched a movie and you've like the 113th time you've watched it and you see something in it you've never seen before? Yeah. Just a scene or a moment. Or actually, yeah, same thing driving down the road and go, how long has that been there? I've driven this road 100 times and I never saw that, right? Yeah. I, I, I appreciate that concept, yeah. And I really like what you said about sitting still while moving forward. You know, I think sometimes if we don't take that time, like you said, Cassie, to find that place of healing. And if you're a mom of three and you've got young kids and you're constantly on that go, sometimes that car all by yourself on the way to the store might as well be a luxury hotel room. It's it's space for you just a minute to breathe your own breath, think your own thoughts, be nobody in your minute going, but I need, but I want, can you have, can you provide, can you do? You just get to go 
and take a deep breath and spend a minute with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people, I hear, especially lately, I hear people bashing on moms, right? Saying, moms are saying, you know, I just need a break. And they're like, you know, you created those kids. You shouldn't need a break. You're a bad mom if you need a break. Blah, 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 blah. But most of those people bashing on those moms don't have kids. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, I, going to the grocery store sometimes, I absolutely despise Walmart. That's <laughs> your butt. I will go to Walmart by myself and be like, bye, here's the kids. I'm out. Because, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's just just a minute. I just get a minute. Yeah. So, for anybody listening that has children, you are not a bad mom if you need a break. You need your brain back to yourself. Like, that's how I feel lately. Like, I just need my brain, my brain for a few minutes without being interrupted. Yeah. yeah. I tell that's my husband, I'm like, sorry I, sorry, I word vomit on you when you get here, but you're the only adult I have interacted with all day. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. I love it. All right, so let me ask you this. How do you, um, let me back up. I personally claim and own a control issue at times in my life. All right, I've had to learn that just because I'm not leading the parade that they are still going to have the parade, okay? It's been a valuable life lesson for me. And when I was really learning that in my life and I was really in the process of understanding what that was about for me, I had a really good friend and he said, you know, you don't have to be driven. You can choose to drive. Mm. Totally changed my concept about so many things, right? Because I know that as a young mom and entrepreneur and self-employed and all the things I was, I was driven to excel. I wanted to be this. I wanted to be homeroom mom and teen mom and have a great business and have a great wife and have a great relationship and this beautiful family and super cool parties. And I felt driven to do that to the point that, it began to physically affect me. And when I had to step back and, and find that place of healing and take things like you don't have to be driven, you can choose to drive. And I still keep that written on things, so I remind myself of that. Hmm. When, you're, when you're teaching young children, when you're looking at the children that you're raising right now and you're trying to bear those, those character and attributes and those things that make them move forward, how do you mentor drive versus driven? Carrie? Wow. Yeah. I think that it's a question of where, where is it coming from? Where, where are these notions of, of drive and driven coming from? Are they instincts and, and intuitions and interests or are they external forces of wanting to be appreciated and you know, doing the right thing, being a good girl, being good at sport, um, you know, for that kind of attention and separating that. I think as parents, as a mother, I try to be very careful of not imposing my desires or my 
interests on my children and letting them be the ones to guide me in what their interests are. So say they might be really talented or skilled in a certain area, but, you know, I would like to give them an opportunity to explore that, but not force it upon them just because they show a skill in it, because that might not be what makes them really truly happy. And I think that's something I've had to untangle in my own life is where these influences are coming from or what, what I consider, because I, when you were explaining that drive, you know, choosing to drive versus, versus being driven, boy, that brought back a lot of pressures that I had going through college and deciding what kind of a job I wanted to do and that kind of crisis that happened in, in my career, for sure. Right. Uh, beautiful. I love that you recognize that and see that as you're raising your children. Kathy, how about you? How do you answer that question? How do you model and, and teach drive versus driven? For me, I think it is more – so my kids and I have had a lot of conversations about the fact that I married their dad because he was my best friend, right? So that we were a team. So if I say no, he's going to say no because we're on the same team, right? And sometimes we do things that he likes to do and I might not be totally you know, it might not be my favorite thing, but I do it because we're a team, right? He loves it, so I do it. But on the same side, if I do something, he's with me, right? He'll do it with me, whatever it is. He's a great team player. So I think for me it's more about compromise, right? Willing to, you know, just because it's not your favorite thing, you can still do it because – there is a there's there's joy in everything, right? You can find a silver lining in every moment. But being willing to say, Hey, we're doing this and he's in control of these and then on the other side you know, I mean, does that make sense? Like, yeah, it does. It's like your willingness to ride along on someone else's drive. Yeah, you know, just he, you know, and we talk all the time about he has, he has a career, right? And he loves his job and he does the things that he does. And so I will go wherever he wants to go because he loves his job, right? If he wants, if he wants to stay here, we'll just stay right here because he loves his job and I love him. Right. If I had a total mental breakdown and lost my ever-loving mind and wanted to move, he would give that up and he would do that for me because that's what you do, right? That's, that's 
your willingness to either lead or follow. That's mm-hmm. compromise. Right. Okay. All right, I'm going to take it. I'm going to ask you both kind of a, not necessarily a personal question, but an internal question. And we're going to use this as our way to begin to wind down. Carrie, where do you identify your drive? Where's your drive? Where's it come from? What's rooted <laughs> in your drive to do what you do? Oh, boy. I, I laugh because, you know, I'm, I'm listening to Kathy talk about, you know, where her husband takes her. And I'm kind of in that process right now because my, my – husband retired last year from the military and he's still in a process of deciding what, what the next stage of his life looks like. And so I, I've been finding it difficult to, to uh, there is drive there, but I feel like it, it's like a wild horse that um, has, has been held down <laughs> and is ready, ready to go, but, but is in a small pen at the moment. You know, so I'm kind of I'm kind of waiting and and trying to figure out how I can keep that keep that forward momentum um, and and planning my next my next stages and steps. But you know, I, I mentioned community earlier, and that's one thing that's that's really important to me is is moving forward and and creating community and continuing to have conversations like this and get people thinking in new ways. Absolutely. I love it. Beautiful. And thank you to your husband for his service. And to you as a military wife. Mm -hmm. Amen. Thank you for what you do. Kathy, how about you? Where does your drive come from? Mine comes from serving other people, right? I love being a mom. I love my little funny farm that I've created, right? I have my all my little babies out here because I love I love serving, right? I love like gift giving is my jam. I love it. I love giving people gifts. So my drive really comes from other people's joy. Especially my kids. Nothing better than seeing those little smiles. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. I love that your drive is about service. You know, I think for me, my drive is a desire. I really enjoy seeing people find their shine. Right? I taught dancing for so many years, and one of my very favorite things about teaching dancing was that moment when they realized they could do it. And that, that sparkle would come in their eyes, and they were like, oh, I can do it. And they could shine. And that look, that energy that somebody puts out, that moment they recognize their light, that's one of my very favorite things. Right? That's, that's my job as a coach. My job as a coach is not ever to get you to see the world through my lens, but to love the picture that you see through your own, to see you shine in that song that you have to sing that nobody else can sing. You have a dance to do that no one else can do. So when you find that shine and you find that moment and recognize this is my why, I love that. That's, I, that's why I like doing this podcast because it gives us an opportunity to turn that light on for someone and let them shine from Germany or Israel or California or Texas or wherever they are. And it gives them a moment to turn that light on for them and to hear them shine. And to, to, I love it. 
so I think, yeah, I think, I think what drives me is, is the, 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 the world would like us to believe that we live in a really dark, dangerous, nasty, untrusted, messed up kind of place. And if you hang out in the news and in social media all the time, you believe that because that's what's out there. But underneath that, underneath all that chatter, there is this level of light of people that serve Cassie like you and that, that go on that quest and that they give their life in service, Carrie like you, that, that life the world, that offer space, that offer hope, that give wisdom way bigger than all that darkness. So I think my drive is to see that light just be bigger than the dark. Yeah, I think that's it. So, ah, right, ladies, I could keep driving this conversation all night long. I've had a great time. I've had a great time, but with respect to you, as our guest, Carrie, and with our respect to our audience, we are going to have to find a place to wind down. So I'm going to start by saying thank you. Thank you, Carrie, for the drive that you have to be here, to show up, to stand firm, to offer space to people, and for the hero you probably stand to. So thank you for your time and your wisdom. I'm grateful for you today. Kathy, how would you like to serve our audience today with Drive? With a challenge. My challenge for our audience today is to define Drive, right? Define it for yourself. Define your why. What makes you go? I hope they take them to heart. I hope they take the challenges and actually try it for a minute. Carrie, we'd be honored if you'd take the stage and close our show. How would you like to leave the audience today with Drive? Well, I think Kathy has a, a great opening, and mine would be then once you find that why to communicate it, to send it out there because you can change your daily algorithm. You can, you can change your, your interactions with people in your world face-to-face. It doesn't have to just be on social media. So you can take that message and scatter it to the wind, and I think you'll start seeing some changes in your daily life. 